Welcome to the Burnout Recovery Podcast, a guiding resource dedicated to healthcare professionals on their journey to overcoming burnout. Spearheaded by Dr. Joe Braid, a certified professional coach and rehabilitation physician. This podcast offers practical strategies through expert interviews and personal resilience stories, providing invaluable tools for navigating professional challenges while prioritizing well-being. Regardless of your role in healthcare, this podcast acknowledges the toll of your work on your overall health and is committed to supporting your recovery from burnout and fostering a fulfilling, sustainable career. So if you're ready to begin a transformative journey, join us for each new episode. Together, we'll navigate challenges, celebrate successes, and build a supportive community of healthcare professionals. Hello and welcome back to the Burnout Recovery Podcast. Delighted to have you here this week. It is the end of September and guess what? We are one month off the Burnout Recovery Podcast turning one. Wahoo! I am so excited about this. Stay tuned. We have got an amazing giveaway coming your way at the end of October as we celebrate 12 months in the podcast world. So I would love it if you would be kind enough to leave me a review. I've got a bunch of really nice reviews on Apple and across some of the other platforms. If you could take a hot moment to leave a five-star review and write some words about what you get from listening to the Burnout Recovery Podcast on the regular, that would be sensational. Leaving reviews helps this podcast get found by more people around the world. So thank you for that. Uh, This time last week, I was heading across to Sydney for the Organizational Response to Workforce Wellbeing One Day Workshop held by Health Roundtable, which is part of um, Beamtree, a big organization here in Australia. And it was a, a meeting of minds of people involved in organizational clinician workforce well-being from being very much involved in the sort of hospital level to those of us who are somewhat independent of the organization level and work with doctors either one-on-one or group or clinicians um, overall. It was such a great day of networking, seeing friends who I'd only met virtually and actually meeting them in person for the first time. Um, We had at least three keynote speeches provided by uh, Dr. Tate Shanafelt from the Mayo Clinic um, at Stanford University. He's an absolute um, pioneer and very well published in the area of Uh, burnout, clinician burnout, uh, and strategies that can work at the organizational level as well as the individual level with regards to recovery of individuals in burnout and prevention of burnout as well. So that that was a great event, and I'm going to drop some of the information into today's podcast based on what I learned last week although it was like a full eight hours of information gathering. So there'll be a handful, a sprinkling. Today, I wanted to share with you what are the three subtypes of burnout? Because I think the more that I can share on this podcast as a resource for you to uh, identify how burnout might look in yourself or it might look in a colleague or it might look in a patient, then we're all better prepared and we're all more resourceful in what we can do around this area. So 
You might remember that there are three main features of burnout as defined in 1975, and there are two additional features. Here we go. This is what they are. The main one is emotional exhaustion. The second is feeling really cynical, particularly in your place of work, sort of feeling helpless and despondent that anything is ever going to change. And then the third one is having a sense of reduced professional efficacy. So you're not feeling like you're um, giving the same amount of output as you might have done before. The fourth and the fifth are more recent, and they come from research by Professor Gordon Parker and his team in the University of Sydney. They are contributors towards the Black Dog Institute, and they are cognitive dysfunction. So when your prefrontal cortex or your executive functioning area of your brain is not working as well as it once was before. So you might find your memory is not as good as it was. Your focus is not quite what it was. Also, I hear people talking about multitasking. They find it hard to keep multiple things on the go. Um, so that's some of the cognitive dysfunction that you might see there. And finally, insularity. So that is the a term for becoming isolated when you are uh, rolling into burnout or going down the spiral into burnout. So that could be lack of connection with those around you in the workplace. You're not showing up in the usual sort of animated way that you might have done before. And or it can also be with personal relationships as well. And that was actually, I'm going to give you a little solution right now. That was one of the areas that Dr. Shanafelt uh, showed us some of the research around when doctors were randomized to either have extra time in their working day. So this is doctors who are in burnout. They were randomized to have extra time in their day to complete their admin tasks because that's a whole nother issue that there's often two hours of admin for one hour of clinical work that we do. So they were given extra time in the working day to finish their admin tasks, could leave on time, not have anything overhanging, or they were given an opportunity to connect and talk about physicianhood with um, a group of physicians from their workplace. They were not allowed to have it as a gripe session, so they had to be talking around physicianhood. And the research showed that from this uh, randomization of either administrative task time or connection time. Connection time was a really great burnout recovery strategy. So wherever you are, whether you're in an organization or you're in a solo practice or you're a mid-student training or you're in allied health with a solo practice or with a team, how can you include connection time on the regular? And who would you like to connect with? We know there are lots of health-giving uh, benefits of connection and there's detriments to our health if we are not connected on the regular. So that was just the teaser. That was just the first bit about the five different factors that you might notice in somebody in burnout. Let's move on now and talk through the three different subtypes of burnout. These were identified in about 2016, and I just thought this might be another way for you to grow your awareness around this topic. The first one is overload burnout. So the person with overload burnout might work harder to the detriment of their own health and their personal life. It is the most common form of subtype of burnout, and it affects what they say, highly dedicated employees. 
So I would interpret this as this is probably the most common subtype of burnout that I would see with a healthcare provider who might present for some coaching. Uh, they have very high standards. They are, have a perfectionist trait in themselves. They're very high achievers and they often do very well for themselves. That's also in the research. The higher the education level of people who have been surveyed who get burnout, the more likely they are to be burnout. So higher education is definitely not a protect, protective factor against burnout. And these people with overload burnout often jump to problem solving mode. That's what we do in healthcare. We have problems and we're looking for solutions. So I think this is the one that would most likely align with the majority of people who have burnout in healthcare. Secondly, we've got under-challenged burnout. This is the opposite of overload burnout. People are bored and they're not stimulated by their job. They feel underappreciated and frustrated. So we know that that recognition of individuals in the workplace is a really great burnout recovery strategy. These people feel they have a lack of learning opportunities. They lose their passion for the workplace and become cynical. And really overall, they want some more challenging tasks. They're hungry for something different. They're hungry for something a bit harder to do. The third and final subtype is neglect burnout. So this can be thought of as the worn out subtype. They're this results from feeling helpless in the face of challenges. They, these people feel they have a lack of structure, a lack of direction or guidance, and they stop trying when situations don't go as planned. They give up in response to obstacles. So you can see these three different types. We've got overload, under-challenged, and neglect burnout. So I've just been describing how they might present. Let's go through now into different ways that you can address these three subtypes of burnout. So with the overload burnout, uh, the, the, some of the strategies can be to really grow your emotional regulation skills. So I talk about this already. You might see some of my or have listened to some of my previous podcasts around growing your emotional awareness. Learn to name and process your feelings. Reframe your negative self-talk. You might be seeming pessimistic or cynical about the workplace. How can you look to reframe that? You might want to enjoy my podcast around thought ladders. That particularly ties in with reframing negative self-talk. Then another part to this one can be to separate your self-worth from your work. So in this sort of productivity-driven uh, workforce that we're in in healthcare, often people are deriving their self-worth from how much they manage to do in a day in the workforce. And if that's the way that you create your identity, then you're sort of locked into that equation or that engagement that you have to keep doing and doing and doing to maintain and keep your self-worth. How about you diversify your identity? Yeah, there's a part of you at work who is the clinician or the person in the workplace. What about the other parts of you? Who are you in a family? Who are you in terms of hobbies and what you enjoy outside of the workplace? What about travel? 
Okay, secondly, let's go through the under-challenged burnout subtype strategies here. Remember, this is the person who doesn't feel they're being challenged enough at work. They are bored and not stimulated by their job. They're feeling underappreciated. Some strategies here can be to set a goal, to learn a new skill in the next 30 days. So this doesn't this is not an approach I would use with somebody in overload burnout. They already have enough on their plate, okay? With the under-challenged burnout subtype, start small and make strides towards something fun and meaningful. There's another burnout recovery strategy. We know that finding what is meaningful to you in your workplace, making sure you have 20% of your working week as meaningful activities is a great burnout prevention strategy. And, the, and finally, identify what you do like in your role. Take a pause, have a think about it. What is it that you enjoy? And the final subtype of burnout, neglect burnout. Strategies to address this subtype of burnout include finding ways to regain agency. So instead of feeling powerless and you like you have no control over what you're doing and how you're showing up in the workplace, Find out ways to regain your agency. How about this one? Create a to-don't list. Things you're not going to do, okay? Outsource, delegate or delay. Where can you say no? How are you going with setting your boundaries and keeping them up? Where do you feel resentment? When do you feel resentment? Why do you feel resentment? Focus on what you can create control and create routines. So that's what I've got for you this week. I've just gone through three subtypes of burnout, how they look and what you can do about them. Um, you're always welcome to send me a message if you'd like to. I'm on all the usual platforms, um, Instagram, LinkedIn. You can send me an email at hello at drjoebraid.com. If you've got any feedback or anything you want to share after listening to this podcast, I'd love to hear from you. So that's it for this week. I just want to remind you, we have totally got going with the Empowered Lab and this is my weekly group coaching session. It's always on Tuesday at noon, Sydney time, and we have got a range of different individuals that are engaging with this on the regular. If you're keen to join and have that sense of community, upskill in your burnout recovery strategies and maintain them for the long term, then reach out for a free consult call with me. We'll have a chat for about 15 to 20 minutes. If it looks like a good fit, I'll send you the link to join and I'd love to see you in the group on the regular. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. I'll catch up with you again soon. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Burnout Recovery Podcast. If there's someone in your world who would also benefit from this, please share it with them. Remember, you're not alone and there is hope for a brighter, more fulfilling future. Let's continue this journey together one episode at a time. For more resources, including how to move from dread to delight, head to drjoebraid.com.